Reached for my ripcord, the handle was gone. Gory, gory, what a hell of a way to die. Gory, gory, what a hell of a way to die. Gory, gory, what a hell of a way to die. And he ain't gonna jump no more. And welcome back, fuckers. Uh, this is a sad one tonight for us. Uh, as we're sitting here and uh, our uh, pup, Roger, has joined the angels in heaven. Uh, he was a Marine. He served this country for honorably for, uh, shit. Six years, eight combat tours as a combat search and rescue dog. And, uh, he passed on this morning. It's, uh, been a shitty day for us. Uh, we've been trying to figure out our way to deal with it. Um, he, uh, was a great pet, great dog to have at the house. Uh, he was my best friend. Yep. By far. But either way, he wouldn't want us to quit what we're doing here. He knows what we were doing here. That's why he sat out here every night and listened to us for hours on end, arguing with each other, telling you all what to listen to and barking at us when he didn't agree with what we were saying. So in honor of that, we thought what better way to honor him than to come out here tonight, even though we're both sucking with swollen eyes and uh, everything else blows right now. We thought what better way to do it than to honor him with the podcast and put him out there permanently. So y'all can hear that we all have feelings. Well, some of us, if you're issued them, uh, I was not issued them. So therefore I don't really have them. So he's full of shit. I, uh, I, I, I do miss the pup, though. Uh, talk about a great dog. Uh, you can't find a more loyal animal than a Belgian Mal. So if you have a Belgian Mal, please reach down and give him a big hug. And because uh, he'll never forget it. It's one thing that dogs, those dogs never, ever forget. I've seen thousands of them. I've watched hundreds of them die now. And uh, this one really hit home because I brought him home. Um, other than biting me, he never bit anybody else. That's other not than, true. He bit everybody except for me. Well, that's true. <laughs> he bit your brother that one time. Well, he deserved it, though. <laughs> he bit my assistant manager. <laughs> she deserved it. I mean, no, that was Jimmy. He deserved yeah, it. Yeah, Jimmy deserved it. I mean, come on. Jimmy's Irish. <laughs> he is. All Roger was looking to do was get drunk. I mean, he knew what the blood was going to taste like. It was going to taste like true. alcohol. So it, the point is, is uh, these... When we got Roger, so Mick brought Roger home eight years ago, and he was supposed to be Mick's dog. He was supposed to be his he was. search and rescue dog for Jones County. He was your dog, but he took one look at me, and he said, oh, you're my mom. And that was it. He didn't leave my side for about eight years for, for the whole time. That's how mouths are, though. They're very female-oriented, and if uh, unless you're a big bitch, they ain't going <laughs> to hang out by you. Uh, so... And he got to the point at the end where he couldn't, well, when we first got him, he had never been in a house, never met a child, never seen a backyard or a couch or a bed. And I was he, about to say, he never <laughs> slept on a bed, never slept on a couch. And once we put him on the couch or put him on the bed, I don't know that he, really got he never got off. <laughs> um, and uh, he loved his my pillow bed. 
shout out to Mike Lindell. Uh, he, we would have to, even though he had four beds in the house, we would have to move his my pillow bed from room to room so that he could lay on it, or he would just sit there and stare at you until you brought the bed in. This is true. He was like, "What's this little piece of crap you're giving me? That's not the my pillow bed." Um, man. But you know what? It was funny because you know, uh, even after he passed away this morning, I looked at him and, uh, this is what I saw. And I know a lot of people, uh, I know at least b didn't see it. And I know my boys didn't see it, but I saw this and this is the one that kind of maybe do what I'm, what we're doing right now. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? He is a good hitter. And, uh, yeah, if he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? <laughs> so, uh, that's what we're doing here tonight. And uh, I can tell you right now, uh, I know all the the news out there. If you if you're watching the news, I've I've actually realized that ninety percent, and I'm not even really sure if you're aware of this. Uh, but after reading hundreds and hundreds of comments, which first of all, I want to put a big shout out to Clay Clark and everyone that we met in Tampa. You all are fucking amazing. And yes, I'm gonna drop the f bomb. I know that might hurt your ears, but you all are fucking amazing because all I've got is comment after comment after comment after comment after comment. We've got like, uh, what, 59 something comments now on our podcast and they're all 90% of them are coming from the people. Of, well, not really. It's about I a think good, we got more, we're about a we 50, got more 50 comments on the last podcast than we have on any other podcast. So. Well, that was a big one because we dropped a lot of shit on that one. We really did. And if you're all wondering if I'm in jail, nope, sure ain't. Nope. They, they haven't showed up yet. Although I will say our friend Mitch, um, yeah, Mitch Fook. got set up the other day. Well, he didn't really get set up. Well, he was asked to come in for a meeting to discuss what happened on January 6th. And when he got there, they took his phone and threw his ass in jail. And kept him there all day until he went in front of a judge for an initial hearing. Now he's going to go back in a couple weeks. So he's he's out. He's not being held in solitary confinement with, you know, a, an hour of sunlight a day. Like, unfortunately, so many other people that are oh, so many other patriots. still being held um, for what's essentially a misdemeanor. That's just insane. Um, but, uh, yeah. So a, any support you guys could give to Mitch, that's fantastic. Um, we're, he's, we're still uh, here. We're, we're going to see, still talk and uh, still no fear, no filter. Um, he's still down the, force us down. he's a down the rabbit hole. So if you're, you've ever watched, he's the down the rabbit hole, uh, that we do the jackass Patriot. podcast with. And, uh, uh, I have no issues. I mean, he did what he did. He was, uh, biggest part about it is, uh, you, <laughs> He was inside the building. So, you know, I have a question about that, Mick, because I know you've been in the Capitol plenty of times. And someone plenty brought this up the other day. Yep. Who opened the mag locks? Well, that is a good question. And uh, that's one I'm sure we're never, ever going to. It's just like who killed Ashley Babbitt? Uh, well, that's true, too. But for real, when you go into the Capitol, you go in that first set of doors and those doors have to fully close behind you before the maglock doors, the second set of doors, are open. Correct. Someone had to physically deactivate the maglocks in order for those people to get in. Not actuality. No, that's not actually true. Because 90% of the time when the Capitol's actually open for business for other Congress people and staffers and homos to run through the doors, 90% of the time they keep the maglock doors open. The only time the maglock doors close and the maglock doors, if you... If you know anything about the Capitol, the second set of doors are maglocked to the wall. Uh, the only reason that they're there is it's a fire code thing. 
the fire code thing about the mag lock doors is when the door shut, that becomes the magnet lock, which supposedly keeps the fire out or keeps the fire in, depending on which way the fire is going. Long story short, they did this. It's a histor- it's a historical renovation that they did. Um, I don't know. It's like probably 35, 40 years ago. And the historical re- uh, renovation that they did, it was to prevent the seat of our government, the Capitol from burning to the ground. It was to keep all the, because there's tons of relics in there. If you've ever been inside there, there's, if you've ever been in the halls of Congress, there's a ton of shit in there that would be really bad if it ever burnt down in the United States. It'd be really, well, at least really bad for us. Anyway, long story short, um, those things are priceless. They're heirlooms. We, we can never replace them. Yeah, I got that. But now, if the, they were concerned about security, why were the mag lock doors open? And we know they were concerned about security because they took away all the garbage cans because they were afraid we were going to beat each other with them. Well, uh, now, see, now we're getting into the weird part because you're hearing one side of the aisle on that one. You haven't heard the other side of the aisle because it's never been played in the news. Where was the Republican leadership at that point? That's a great question. See, there's, there's what there's, Republican leadership, because as far as I'm concerned, we have no Republican leadership. Uh, I'm not arguing with you on that one, because as you know, I find myself as a constitutional conservative. I've never, ever identified as a Republican. I've always been a constitutional conservative. Hence my steadfast forced fucking anger with the Constitution in and out of itself. But that's neither here nor there. Um, that is a great question, though. You. You ask a great question. I I don't have an answer for you. I can't. I, I, I can't either. give you that answer. It, I have no a, idea. It's a it's it's a not quite so hypothetical question. It's a question we'll probably never get the answers to. But man, I wish we would. Well, I, maybe maybe Nancy Pelosi will because she is apparently starting her own January sixth commission. She should investigate herself first off. Well, that's what I where I would start if I was her, okay. because that cunt. You know, she's behind. Uh, we know it was Democratic staffers pushing um, I, I, I know bats for a, out through the windows, through the open windows that they in turn closed. So I know for a f- what happened. My question is, my question now that they've had all these people that they've had in prison for as long as they've had, as we've heard from every Republican side that you've heard from this past weekend, they've had all these people in solitary confinement. My question now is to the Democrats, or correction, as my mom would say, the Democrats, Okay. Because oh, no, there's one better now. The demon rats. Well, we, we can call them whatever the fuck you want. We can call them shithouse rats. Either way, my question now is this one. So tell me something. Where are the 19 staffers that were arrested immediately following January 6th that were all on the left side? And how do I know, how do I know exactly that 19 staffers were arrested? Uh, from your source? My other one. Yes. And that source provided to me, uh, if you go back and listen to our podcasts, you'd have to go back to what, post-January 6th? It was probably two podcasts past January 6th. Where it's, I, it's the one, I think it's the one where we talked about who was actually in there that we referred to in the last podcast. Correct. Not the FBI, but the other group. So if you actually go back and listen to that podcast, I talked about a number of staffers from the liberal side that were arrested. Those liberal staffers that were arrested. They were taken out of offices. They were not taken out of red state offices. They were not taken out of red offices, period. They were arrested out of the left side. They were arrested out of blue side offices. 
They were the ones that were handing stuff out through windows. They were the ones that were opening doors. They were the ones that were opening secondary doors within the Capitol, as you like to call the maglock doors. Yeah, the fire hazard doors. Which were opened and locked in a fire hazard position. However, there was no fire. So how were those doors opened in the first place? That's a great question. So it, it begs more of a question because we already know that these people had been arrested for a crime that already had committed. So the question becomes, where the fuck were they at? And nobody seems to be able to provide an answer for that one because I've listened to, I can't even count the number of political podcasts I've listened to over the last, what? Six months. Four days. In which case, they brought this same question up as to where these people were arrested at. And 19 of them were liberals that were arrested in the Capitol post-January 6th. So now the question is, is... Where are they? Where are they? Who has them? Are they still in custody? And if what they did, are still they in custody, what did they tell? custody, where are they? And then what do they know and what have they told people? Because I haven't heard a lot talked about that. And it's really weird how that kind of just got swept under the rug. Well, like the 14,000 hours of security video footage that they have not released? Well, that's probably all in Nancy Pelosi's laptop. I mean, she said it got stolen. So <laughs> yeah, it got stolen. All right. <laughs> so anyway, um, there was some more there. There has been some more uh, conjecture and uh, we're going to get to that right now. Uh, first bit of conjecture that I want to bring up is the last podcast. I dropped some nukes on y'all. I oh, know that was a doozy. And I'm sure a lot of people haven't made it to the third hour yet. So hopefully you listen to that before you listen to this one. Otherwise, spoiler alert. So, uh, we're only, uh, we're, this one's going to be a short one tonight. Sorry, folks, but, um, <clears throat> we've had a really rough day, but I had to put something out because I felt like eh, just going along with not saying anything would be kind of a bullshit play. So we're going to go ahead and have a little bit of a, a talk to tonight. Anyway, uh, the last podcast, I put out a doozy bit of an inf- information. I told you all that, uh, some shit went down. It did go down. As far as I'm concerned, it went down. I've had another phone call this week from the same person that I had the phone call from last week. And uh, I know people are already being arrested. I already know that there are people out there that uh, are talking. They have their sources. And uh, those sources, maybe because we're such a small podcast. Well, we're not really small anymore. Thanks, y'all. But... We're not really we're getting, small. We're getting there. We're still small in comparison. To we're small in co- but we're comparison, but some other people have been arrested already. Um, I have not been questioned, nor has anybody come to talk to me, nor would I give up any shit anyway, so it doesn't matter. But my source came back to me because he did release some other information to another person, which made some rather big headlines. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now that all the shit that you're hearing about, well, he was in China. Okay, so go ahead and on that. Who who was in China? Wong or Dong. Dong? Dong was in China. Oh, well, the Chinese said he was there, but they Correct. didn't release any photos of him, which they always have in the no, past. No, they have. So. They have. They have. As of today, they did. So what I would like everybody else to do is please tell me where the date timestamp on that photo is. Because I looked all over it. I couldn't find a date timestamp on it anywhere. Oh. I couldn't find anybody holding up even a fucking newspaper in Mandarin with a date time on it. 
So they regurgitated an old photo like they did in, in uh, That's what I'm leaning towards. India when they were trying to say people were dead in the streets. Either way, uh, my source called me back and he said, well, this is all bullshit. And this is the liberals trying to cover shit up because Dong was supposed to be back in Chinese custody some time ago. And we have not yet returned him. And it was only till about a week ago that the information actually made it to the White House that we had Dong. Damn, why'd they tell the White House? Because uh, they are required. They kept it from the CIA and the FBI well, because, because Dong out. released information that said that there were sources for the Chinese government in the FBI and the CIA. And also in the White House. Which means he's penetrated, at least the Chinese have penetrated all levels of the government. So now the question is, why, the media. why would Dong give up any other information to anybody? Why would Dong even say, hey, I'm here? Because he knows that they don't have any no, I mean, the DIA. his life is at risk, period. His life's at risk anyway. His life's at risk every day. Well, I mean, my source's point was, why give up anything else? He gave up six terabytes worth, or well, four, four, ter four terabytes worth of information. That's a ton of info to give up. And the shit that the DIA has now, we will probably never see it. We want the truth. Well, we want it. Hey, you can put what you want in one hand. You can put shit in the other. Which one fills up faster? I don't care which one fills up faster. We still want the truth. I agree. I'm not disagreeing. But uh, you have the truth. I'm giving you the truth. I've told you the truth. I've told you the truth since the last podcast. I've been telling you the truth since the first podcast we ever put out. So... I've got people that talk to me, people. I'm telling you, I'm not bullshitting you. There's people that talk to me. They tell me shit. They let me know what's really going on. I'm telling you right now, within the DIA, right now, they still have Dong. Dong is at a black site in the DIA. The DIA hasn't even released the information as to where Dong is to the CIA. That's a big deal. When the DIA does some dickhead shit like that, that's a big deal. I mean, normally the alphabet agencies don't work with locals, but they tend to interact with each other pretty well. Bingo. And this is not happening. It's not even coming close. So recap for us. They have Dong. Correct. Dong has given information that the Chinese have infiltrated our media, our educational institutions. You're saying media. My source never told me media. Okay. My source told me... The, the White House, the CIA, the FBI. Those are the three I know about. I also know about the Wuhan lab. I know about Fauci. I know about election fraud. And I know all five of these things are all connected. And the reason, now listen, this is an estimate as to why that all five of these things are connected. And this is my sources estimate because They've only been debriefing him for like a week now. They haven't even gotten to that point yet. But his estimate as to why all five things are connected is this is the one thing that all of it kind of revolves around is the fact they wanted Trump gone. Everybody well, was fighting for the same thing. Remember what? And, but and folks, why did they want Trump gone? Okay, so let's talk about that just for one second, okay? What did Trump do to China? What was like one of the first things Trump did to China? Just because you're an educated woman, you sit across the table from me, me and you have these conversations all the time. What did Trump do to China? Um, well, 
he made our trade deals a lot more fair. Basically, he cost China billions of dollars well, right off the bat. That's that's a huge part. That's the biggest part. Why? Because when you affect somebody's wallet, what happens to the country? They start to deteriorate. And the problem with China, especially, is that obviously everyone knows that China has, what, the second biggest population in, on the planet, Yep. right, after India. And in the past 30 or so years, China has switched their production from food to feed their own people to crap to sell to us. So, you know what that means? China can actually no longer feed their own population on their own. So if if Trump, let's just say Trump was a businessman at one point. Well, what am I fucking talking about? Trump, Trump, Trump is what? a businessman. Trump man. is a businessman. Okay. That didn't stop. Trump said, hey, you know what? You're going to do this to us in trade deals. This is what we're going to do to get back at you. What if, just hear me out, right? Mm-hmm. Trump puts an embargo tariff, which is what essentially he did. He put an embargo tariff against China. And he said, look, if you guys send us this type of crap, and he labeled it, and Trump did. He went down line for line. He said anything metal, anything plastic, anything circuit board related, anything blah, 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 blah. And it goes down this line of crap, right? Now what is China doing? China is now paying a tax against something that they're sending out to... The American people. Correct. And that tax that they are paying is more tax than they've ever paid before in anything they've ever sent to America. So now they're paying a tax twice as much as what they've ever sent before, right? So now all of this is playing out in the end game, right? So now we're sitting there going, well, wait a minute. Oh, the fucking phone. We're actually making money from these deals, which is what basically Donald Trump's deal was. I mean, that was the whole point. Bingo. And that's my point. And there's a ton of people out there that will 100% tell you that that deal just uh, was great for us. Sucked for China. Sucked for China. And the liberals on the side of that deal, well, that sucks for where our bankroll comes from. You take away that bankroll, what all is... Did you notice that after that tariff went into place, if you go back in time, and I know... For a lot of you, you're probably not going to catch on to that. Maybe last couple of years, you all pulled into this. But if you go back two years into Trump's presidency, right? We go back to 2017, right? Trump's starting his second year in office. Well, it was his first year, really, because he started in January of 2017. All right. I'm sorry, 2018, my bad. So he's starting his second year of office, right? You back 2018, right? He dropped those tariffs when? June of 2018 is roughly when he dropped those tariffs, right? And you fast forward just a little bit past June of 2018, you go to Russian collusion. January 2019. Russian collusion jump dropped. All of the shit with the impeachment started dropping. All this is all happening at the same time. Put all of these things one on top of the other. The tariffs go into effect because Man, he gave it a drop-dead deadline. He said, look, you got four months to get your shit correct, and then you're going to start paying us money for everything you've imported to us. That was not a small bill. That was a hefty bill. All of a sudden, Russian collusion. 
drops all at the same time. We get freaking uh, everything else just starts to windle down, drop, 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 drop. You had several different things that dropped at once. You had the Russian collusion. You had the PP hoax. You had everything else that just kind of hit all at once. Freaking impeachment. Everything just kind of built up, built up, built up on our end. Now we're dealing with all that shit on our end as American people. We're not even paying attention to what's going on in the background. What's going on in the background? Well, Trump also pushed forward those tariffs. All of a sudden, that money started disappearing from people's pocketbooks. All of a sudden, the Democrats weren't getting the money that they were getting from the Chinese from before. Why aren't they getting that money? Trump said so. And all of a sudden, they realized their funding got cut off. We're starting to see now. People are putting things together. For instance, I saw an article tonight. Just gonna, I, I don't know the article, the author. I just know that it was published tonight. It was in the Epic Times. I'm going to have to do a little bit more research, but sorry, we were a little preoccupied with other things. Um, it just came out that, um, what's her name from Georgia? The Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. She is supposedly the one behind all of the yeah. Fulton County. Fulton County, County election, work. election works in yep. everything else that happened in Fulton County. So basically so, with that was she, they, they hired temp workers for Fulton County and she, well, well wait a minute. You had a democratic operative. So she owns, hired, she owns a good portion of the company that contracted the temp workers correct. to work in Fulton County. So essentially they worked for her. So Stacey Abrams ran the Fulton County elections. So we're back at a single point of failure. A single point of failure here in this case in Fulton County is Stacey Abrams. Nothing else that deserves an audit right there alone, just on the basis of that. Yeah, we never liked her anyway. No, just on the basis of the (laughs) accusation. Absolutely. Because there is no county in any state that should be run by just one person and one person only. And that whole election was run by one person and one person only. Could be what we're seeing in Maricopa County. Same thing. We just haven't found that one smoking gun who that one person is. Hmm. And Fulton County is pretty obvious because Stacey Abrams happens to live in Fulton County. And her sister is a federal judge. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it though? Well, you know, so we went into, uh, we delved pretty deep into election fraud in the last episode as well. I think that was in the second hour. Um, and uh, I think we were the only ones that were talking about the constitutionality of it. Everyone is, you know, everyone's no, saying- No, we were the only ones. We were ones. the only ones. So everyone's saying, you know, Trump's coming back. You know, Mike Lindell says Trump's coming back. And and, and I asked Mick, how is Trump going to come back? We've had some long, deep discussions about constitutionality and and how he's going to come back and, and that's because that that yours truly <clears throat> does believe in the constitution yes. i've read the constitution because backwards and forwards if, i understand what the constitution if we means. don't continue to follow the rule of law and the constitution then what are we doing correct otherwise we're no better than they are correct but um which tells me that what you're about to do because you've been setting this up beautifully actually for the first time in a very long time <laughs> she she actually has a segue on point here either way the constitutional constitutionality of what this person is about to say uh, is not off. I will say that. So I will, I will say that um, I have been bested. Well, I'm not, I'm not even going to claim that I've been bested yet because I still think I got the law on my side. I I think um, 
I don't think this is a pipe dream. This is the first time I've ever heard the argument where it's not necessarily a pipe dream. I think he might be onto something, but there's a couple other bridges he has to cross that we have to change. And I may agree with this person. So, um, no more teasing. General Flynn went on with Ann Vanderseel. Um, and he directly replied to what Mick said on the last podcast. So directly, indirectly, directly, indirectly. Yes. And Trump did win. And the remedy is to install him in somewhere or the other, either through another election or runoff, or perhaps the Supreme court says, plunk, you're back in. Why don't we make you vice president, General Flynn? Here, here. Here, 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 here. Let's give him something here, to here. talk about for goodness sakes. Come on, who's with you? Right, here, here. Right, right, yeah. I mean, well, first of all, first of all, you know, what should happen if we find out that there are a, a sufficient number of electoral votes that are reversed because they're because proper audits are done, and Trump now has over two hundred and seventy, right? Then you reinstate the you reinstate the guy and you and you get rid of the guy that's there. Everybody's gonna go. Oh, this is unconstitutional bullshit. I'm sorry. Exactly. That, that is not the case. Hey, in the, in the, there have been people, you know, at different levels in different uh, political offices that have been taken out and the and the rightful the rightfully elected person has been put in. So, so you know, we, it, that is unprecedented at the presidential level, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen or that it cannot happen. So. If if that, that's why they don't want these audits to happen. So that's number one. Number two, right. you know, when, let's just say when that happens, when that happens, then what? Now, now what do you do? Because you have a, a president and a vice president that were duly elected by about 80 million people on the 3rd of July of 2020. And now you go, you, you know, you, you allow the, the, the course of their uh, of their tenure to to continue. But now you have to make some other decisions about potentially third terms. I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios here, you know, and what to do. So we're, we're, we are in uncharted waters. Okay. We're in uncharted waters for sure. And, and, uh, anybody, all the mainstream media, you know, you know, pundits or whatever you want to call them, nut jobs that are out there saying, Oh, you guys are conspiracy theorists. Watch the deep rig, you know, and it's, and as the, uh, I think it's the subtitle, I'll screw it up, Patrick, but it's, but it's, you know, what you need to tell those people that just can't believe that this election is stolen, you know, because I've lost a lot of friends. I've lost some cases, some some uh, other other extended family members, because you try to explain to somebody. And if they're only watching Mad Cow on MSLSD and uh, and, <laughs> and, and, and and the Communist News Network, then you're not then they're never going to hear the truth. They'll never OK, hear OK, the OK. Truth. Well, you can stop that right okay, now because so- I'm actually going to respond to that. So uh, General Flynn, obviously you listen to us, sir, and I will not be the first one to uh, question what you just said there. I- I'm not arguing that point. I'm not even arguing anything you said because I believe that there is a way. Uh, I-, I do believe there is a way. Uh, the constitutionality of it is what my issue is. And I am not a member of the deep state, nor have I ever been, nor will I ever be. Uh, I've definitely been a member of the conservative party from the get go. And I can tell you this with a hundred percent accuracy that I, I have read the constitution backwards and forwards. And the problem is, is 
is it does create a constitutional crisis no matter how you do this. And so one part that you didn't address really fully, you kind of glazed over it. You said, well, whether it's constitutional, illegato, nilegato, it's it is a very big deal because it actually adds a lot of play to what is going to happen. And all I'm saying is that if we get to that point where there is enough electoral votes reversing themselves, all right, which <laughs> by God, it, it would it would be a sheer bit of a miracle because what you're now asking is that a, a bunch of politicians who don't necessarily follow your belief or follow your structure of belief or follow the way you believe. You're asking those people now to stand up and say, you know, what took place last year was kind of bullshit. And you're requiring them now to say that that's bullshit. And for a lot of politicians, it is next to impossible for them to say that's bullshit. It only takes one. It doesn't though. But in this case, it takes six. It takes one from each state. Correct. If you have well, one. Well, no, 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 no. If no, it you doesn't. Have, you have to have you a majority have, in the exactly. House at the state. If you have one passionate politician who grabs his balls off the top of the refrigerator where his wife keeps them and reinstalls them back between his legs and bucks up. And steamrolls over the the rest of the ballist politicians in his party. It only takes one. Well, and now again, and there, in and what you are asking for is pert near a miracle. Hmm. So I don't know. I think I, I, I think Doug Mastriano may have found his balls in Pennsylvania. Look, I, I'm pretty I, sure this. this I, I'm just saying. I'm Georgia not. I'm not. A pair. Everybody understand what I'm saying here. I'm not arguing that there is there that there's no way. I'm arguing that the constitutionality of that way and the effect of that constitutionality and the the actual crisis that it would cause to our constitution, that is what I'm arguing. And nobody wants to fight that fight. Well, nobody wants to okay. pick up their rifle and say, you know what? I'm going to stand on the hill for this one. There was a lot of people this past a couple weekends ago or last weekend or the other weekend, whenever we were in Tampa, that said, you know what? This is the hill I'm going to take and I'm going to stand on that hill. This is one thing. I don't believe there's a whole lot of uh, politicians out there that are going to say, I'm going to stand on that hill. I'm going to be the one that stands on that hill. You know, you know, I, I have to disagree. And here's why I disagree. So, it, yes, will it create a constitutional crisis? Absolutely. Have we dealt with anything but crisis for the last 18 months? No. Maybe it takes a constitutional crisis to fix the rest of these crises that are going on. Okay, but, but hold, on. hold on. Hold wait, yourself. Wait, hold yourself. Me, before, you, before you no, finish. I have one more. Before you finish, because, no, this is a big part of this, okay? So I, I've got to, I, I beg of you this question with an answer, okay? Mm -hmm. So you say maybe it's a constitutional crisis that it requires us to get to where we're at, right? Or where we need to be or where we want to be, yeah. right? Do you really trust the Supreme Court in the last two weeks and the shit they've ruled on? Do you really trust them to rule the way you want them to rule? No. You know who I trust? Who? These days, I trust the American people. Okay. But the problem is, is that it will not be up to the American people. You have to understand, this is going to be something that goes in front of the Supreme Court because it is a constitutional issue. It is something that has been unheard of 
ever in the history of the Constitution. I understand that. Okay. I, well, un I understand that fully, but let me get to my second point, okay? Because I've had a lot of conversations in the last couple of days with a, a lot of different people. I meet a lot of different people in my job every single day. And occasionally, especially with my favorite ones, because um, I see some of the same people over and over again, we talk about politics. And what I keep saying to them is our politicians, the people that we elect to make our laws, to run our country, they work for us. They're supposed to work for us. They're supposed to represent us. How can they represent us if they don't know what we want? How can they possibly represent us if we don't tell them what we want? And I think the same goes for the Supreme Court. Nope, nope, nope. That's where you're wrong. That is where you're wrong. You don't think that if there was such... I'm looking for the word. I don't want to use the word uprising because I feel it... it, it Hold on. Ready? It has ready? a violent ready? connotation Stand by. on it. Stand by. Off the bat. If he's a good hitter, why does he hit good? He is a good hitter. Okay. Yeah, no, so I got stand you. by, stand by. Nope. Nope. I, I'm going to argue this one because this is where I'm going to argue it. All right. Trump put how many justices on the Supreme court? Three, three. He has done the most of any other president in history on the Supreme court. He dropped three justices. Every other president for the most part has put two on the Supreme court. Trump did three. That is amazing in and out of itself. Which means technically we have five, but Roberts we know is compromised. Well, we also know he's a queer, a gigantic queer, and he and a loves to flaunt it. Yes, and he is also a pedophile. Yep. But um, hold on, time out. So one more time. He, he did three, and that's the most that any other president has ever done on the Supreme Court. Now, did some shit laying in his lap? Absolutely. Ruth Brady Ginsburg dying. God bless her. But yeah, she died. I never agreed with the woman, but she still served this country for a number of freaking years. Either way, they are not elected. They are appointed. They are appointed by who? You know, they're appointed by the- No, 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 no. They're Stop. They're appointed by who? They're not appointed by the president. No, they're, appoint I they're appointed by the Senate, essentially, because correct. they're voted on. Correct. So stop. They're not appointed by us. As the people, they're not appointed by us. They're appointed by our representatives. Our representatives are the ones that appoint us. Do you know how much time is given from the time that the, the questioning stops to the time that they're actually appointed? How long? 24 hours. Do you, do you have enough time to get through to your senator within 24 hours to tell him, no, do not appoint that person? No, you're not. No. Nobody does. But even today with all time, of the technology that we have, we do not have enough time as people to go to our senator and say, no, do not appoint this person. And he cannot hear from enough of us in that amount of time to say, no, I do not support this nomination. Okay. Well, you know, this, I'm, I'm going to read something in a minute, but first I want to play another clip from, for you. Um, and this was Joe Biden, our um, illustrious. Illustrious, by far. And I've used that word before in an email that may or may not have crossed a liberal's desk. And I got in a lot of trouble for using that, that word. <laughs> 
All right. Here, here is uh, here is Joe Biden, the illustrious. The Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water in the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that it's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. Okay. Whoa, 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 time out, time out. What the fuck was he talking about? <laughs> I have no idea what you just played me. What you just played me was a bunch of <laughs> Joe Biden. Come said on, man. If we want to take on the government. We need to buy F-15s and nuclear weapons. Do they sell those on Amazon Prime? Can I get two day free delivery? Uh, I mean, maybe we, not Amazon Prime, but I think Amazon Black sells them. We, I'm just we, saying we know, it's on the black I mean, market. We know someone that can fly an F-15, and um, I know a couple people actually, and 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 we 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 know a couple people that know how to arm and maybe disarm some nuclear weapons. So I might or might uh-uh. not. Okay, but uh, in in leading up to that, I I have a I have a response. I'm going to read something, and it's going to take me a minute. And this actually goes back to all three of the things that we were just talking about. Well, hold on. How does this apply to? You'll see. Okay. All right. right, Go for it. Okay. All right. And mind you, this speech is very old and I'm going to change a couple of words. So as long as you change them in the right spot, we might be all right. I think I know where you're going with this. Okay. When I'm going to change the word British to American. Okay. Okay. Um, I am going and a number. I'm going to change some numbers. I'm yeah. going to change 13 to 50 and 11 to 150. And I'm going to change Massachusetts to the capital in DC. This wouldn't okay. have nothing to do with Wait, wait. John- I'm, I'm going to read it. Okay. I'm going right. to read go it ahead. and then we'll go, go from there. Go okay? ahead. We'll go from there. Wonderful is the effect of impudent and persevering lying. The American ministry have so long hired their gazetteers to repeat and model into every form lies about our being in anarchy that the world has at length believed them. The American nation has believed them. The ministers themselves have come to believe them. And what is more wonderful, we have believed them ourselves. Yet where does this anarchy exist? Where did it ever exist except in the single instance of the Capitol in D.C.? And can history produce an instance of a rebellion so honorably conducted? I say nothing of its motives. They were founded in ignorance, not wickedness. God forbid we should ever be 20 years without such a rebellion. The people cannot be all and always well-informed. The part which is wrong will be discontented in proportion to the importance of the facts they misconceive. If they remain quiet under such misconceptions, it is a lethargy, the forerunner of death to the public liberty. We have had 50 states independent 150 years. There has been one rebellion. That comes to one rebellion in a century half for our country. What country before ever existed a century and a half without a rebellion? And what country can preserve its liberties if their rulers are not warned from time to time that their people preserve the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. The remedy is to set them right as to facts pardon and pacify them. What signify a few lives lost in a century or two? 
the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. It is its natural manure. Our convention has been too much impressed by the insurrection of the Capitol in D.C., and in the spur of the moment, they are setting up a kite to keep the hangyard in order. I hope to God this article will be rectified before the new constitution is accepted. Well, you just stole my favorite line from my favorite speech. <laughs> so ever. I changed two words, two words and two numbers and made it entirely revel- relevant to the time that we're in right now. Hold on. I, I, I just want to point two things out to you. El numero uno. Um, you know the letter that sits on the back of my cap. I do. Okay. You know what my favorite line in the whole wide world is, right? <laughs> I do. And I believe we let off this whole podcast series based on that one line, did we not? We did. Okay. So the tree of liberty must ref- be refreshed from time to time with the blood of what? Patriots and tyrants. Correct. Okay. So uh, let's let's just... So I'm I'm sorry. Go, going back real quick because Joe Biden said that that was he fact checked Thomas Jefferson there. If if you guys didn't catch on yet, that speech was from Thomas Jefferson. When okay? well, hold on. Well, first of all, the, the first question I want to ask you about that speech because obviously you did some research, and by God bless you for that because uh, it is a great speech, is it not? Is it not one of the best speeches that Thomas Jefferson it ever gave? It most definitely is. And that's not even the whole speech. No, but- it's not. It's only it's only three paragraphs from the middle of the speech. So my question is this. Um, knowing that now, right, now that you've done some research into it, right, you, you understand that part of it. Um, my next question is this. Do you remember the time in which Thomas Jefferson gave that speech? What was that referring to? What was he actually talking about when he gave that speech? Do you remember? I, I believe he was talking about us potentially going to war with England. No, no, no. When was the time that he was actually giving? What was the time for what was going on at the time in which he gave that speech to tell everybody that, hey, look. It was the convention of the states. Correct. For what, though? <clears throat> the constitutional convention. Correct. In what year? Um, 1774, I think. No. 75? No. Earlier than that? Later. Later? Cause yeah. S- 17, no. yeah, it was 1792. The Constitution was ratified. 1784 is when the Constitution was first brought to the Congress for the Congress to actually sit down and look at it. 1784, he was trying to get the American people to say, hey, look, yeah, we need a document that actually governs everything that we do from this point forward. And at the time he was what? What was his job at that point that he, he made that speech? I, off the top of my head, don't remember. He'd be the president. He was the president? Of the I United States. I don't think States. he was. Was he president yes. already? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He was right after Tom. Uh, he was right no, after I George. No, I know he G-Dub. was. G-Dub. No, I know he was, but I, I, I thought that. All right, never no, mind. No, no. Okay. He's right after G-Dub. Who are you? Are you really? Questioning the no, revolutionary no, war no, scholar. I, I am not. Absolutely. All right. So it. let's talk about what he was referring to when he said that the tree of liberty from time to time needs to be refreshed with the blood of what? Patriots and what? Patriots and tyrants. So he was keeping in check his own power. That is what he was talking about. The whole speech is about keeping in check the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the congressional branch 
of the United States of America was keeping it in check, which means it's our duty. Those people that are in jail right now, those people that we're talking about that are in jail, that got arrested from January 6th, they are political prisoners. Yes. Because what they were doing was refreshing the tree of liberty. They were letting the rest of the American people know, hey, look, motherfuckers, this is the dirty shit your government's doing right now. Yes. This is what we're here to tell you about, folks. If you are not aware, this is what our Constitution stands for. If you're black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian, I don't give a fuck what race you are. If you're in a fucking American, if you believe in the stars and stripes, if you believe in the stars and bars and you are 100% behind them, guess what? This is what we're talking about. We are not bullshitting you all. This is all what it's about. This is being here. Soldiers have lived, died, fought for this country. They've been, they lived under the flag. They saw the flag. They saluted the flag. They died. They were buried underneath the flag. That is the reason these people have been here. That is the reason my dog was buried this morning with the flag over on top of him. That is the reason, period. It's, there's no question to it. Anybody who questions this is fucking retarded. You listen to people like AOC this week. AOC was out there running her fucking mouth like a moron. Oh, look, we're all going to spend money. We're going to spend more money and we're spending that money. We're going we're gonna to make sure that everybody is equal. Yet she makes how much money a year? Well... She More should, than enough to take should, care of her grandmother, a right? Hundred, a couple hundred thousand, but I'm thinking she's making a hell of a lot more than that. I'd really like to see her. She bought a Tesla just recently, right? She did. Her payment's $500 yeah. a month. You know how I know that? Because uh, Matt Couch, when she came out about uh, her abuela in Puerto Rico, you know how her abuela wasn't getting any money yeah. after the hurricane. Her, her and grandmother. Was that would be her grandmother. Correct. <clears throat> Willa um, normally means grandmother. Yeah. So, just so you're aware. So, you know, if you is, don't speak this another a language. Back, but, but Matt Couch started a, a GoFundMe. For, yeah. Oh, yeah. For and it got a, shut AOC's, down. Uh, grandmother. After and, that, he raised $245,000 for AOC's grandmother. $500 at a time because they were matching AOC's Tesla payments. So she also has an infinity pool, by the way. But you know what? In New York City. Mm, yeah. How, how crazy is that? In New York City or in DC? No, she's in New York City. With the infinity pool. Okay. So she's got a, a place in, in D.C. and Which a place is in weird because how do you keep that bitch from freezing in the winter? Just wondering. I, I, I don't know. How do you maintain two places on $140,000 a year? In two of the most expensive cities in That's the United really States of America. That's a really good question. Just wondering. AOC, you're doing a hell of a job. Bang up job up there hiding shit out from us. Again, this goes to the – this goes back to – uh, I believe in the Bible, they call it the false, false prophet. This is what we talk about. The false prophet. You have false prophets out here. You know, I heard general Flynn. I argued, I argued my point with general Flynn. I disagree with him. I believe the constitutionality of this falls back on people. We cannot trust. I hate that for America. 
And because, that's why I say I trust the American people, because as Thomas Jefferson said, every once in a while, we you have to remind the politicians that we are really the ones with the power. But now, we well, have stop, to, stop, we have stop, to stop. A because, little bit nope, of fear in them nope. to make them understand that they work for us, no, ma'am. not the other way around. No, ma'am, because now you're pushing us down a road that I've already warned you about. That is not the place we want to go. Because I am not condoning once, violence. Once you start that ball moving, you cannot stop it. Once you start the wheel of liberty moving, you cannot stop. We've already proven that once. So what's the other choice? We go down that slippery slope into communism. What we we give up? Well, I no because, no 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 no. I do a, not because I because believe people are too afraid to fight for their freedoms. You know what? No no Hold no. On. Stop stop stop. I I say this. Okay, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm this is a very. It's a very delicate issue. There is a very thin line. Okay. Think, um, I used to call it, uh, actually your father taught me this. We call it the RCH. This is the red cunt hair away from the beginning. <laughs> my dad taught you that. This is the red cunt hair away from the beginning of the fight for the rest of us. All right. There's a lot of people that are behind me on this. There's a lot of people that are going to tell you right now, we do not want this fight. This fight is something that you do not understand. I've seen this fight. Other people have seen this fight. I know. This fight is bloody. A lot of people are going to die. It's not going to end well for a whole lot of people. They're going to die anyway. This might be true. You know what? You know what? This I, you know might what? be Hold true, on. but we're not getting into that. You know what? But I, listen, oh, no, oh, no, I, you're going to let me finish. Okay, all right. Ahead. So, that might be true. It might happen that way, but we're not going to stop fighting for the liberty portion of this, which is we have to talk it out. If there might come a point in time where talking is no longer relevant, when that time comes, that's when bullets start flying. That's when people start dying. That's when revolution changes everything. We're not there yet. We're not even close to being there yet. Because we're still listening. People are still arguing. We still have a government in place. Sort of. It's when that government stops doing the people's will that we all realize that everything's gone to hell in a handbasket. May it happen here shortly? Absolutely. Has it happened yet? Nope. We're not there yet. We it are not might there yet. be getting there a lot closer than a lot of people realize. Yeah, I think so. Because there's a lot of shit going on right now that people do not realize. My favorite is I've been watching this shit about the critical race theory shit. And by God, my hat is off to Loudoun County, Virginia. You guys are killing it. We need the rest of America to stand up like you are. Oh, you're you're not supporting General Milley, who said that he wants to teach critical race theory because he wants to understand his white rage because he's white. No, I actually agree with the meme I saw earlier tonight, <laughs> which General is Milley he's got the pride flag with the purple purple hair, <laughs> and he's got the BLM sticker on his uniform. And I was like, wow, that makes you look like a really big fag, you fucking homo. <laughs> so I will. Blast him for that because holy shit, that is not a soldier. A soldier keeps his fucking mouth shut, doesn't say anything political. He sits in the corner and he fucking colors like he's supposed to. Where's your box of crayons, you fucking homo? It's not on your shoulder. He forgot to requisition them from the Marines. Apparently he needs to go back to the Marines and ask for some fucking directions on how to color because he's an idiot. But 
And just, we can say look, that given our dog was a Marine. This is, this is a general. And I, I got a question for General Flynn. General Flynn, sir, would you ever, and I have tons of respect for you, sir. I don't have a whole lot of respect for General Milley. And I know plenty of generals, trust me. I I think at this point, you probably know them all. Most of them babysat you when you were a kid. And well, then you served not, under them, or you served under the rest of them as Maybe you a couple older. of them did. But <laughs> I, I let's put it this way. Jack Keane, great friend of my dad's, great friend of me, uh, knows me. Uh, I will say that much about Jack Keane. And General Jack Keane is still one of the best generals I've ever served under. So General Flynn, I'm sure you know General Jack Keane. That knowing that knowing him and now understanding where I come from, I ask you this one question, General Milley, what is your response to what he put out this week? Because you have to have a response to that. There is no way that you are sitting where you're sitting and you listen to a four-star general in the United States Army who came out and said what he said without even, he he couldn't imply any more political race theory autocracy that I've ever fucking seen in a general officer in my whole entire career in the military or my whole entire life as a son of someone who was in the military. Of a general. So now I ask the question to you, sir, and you can respond however you want. If you want to address me, address me. If you don't want to address me, don't address me. If you want, we'll find the clip anyway. We'll find the clip either way. (laughs) Long story short, my question to you, sir, is this. How would you reply to General Milley right now if you were under his command? And if your reply is anything other than the double barrel middle finger saying, (laughs) I doubt it, bud, then maybe we might not have anything to talk about. But if it is that, then me and you have something to talk about because I'm not disagreeing with what you said. I'm not saying that a constitutional crisis has ever not come up like that. What I'm merely stating is that a constitutional crisis has never erupted in history at the executive level like that at any time. We would basically be rewriting constitutional history within this year. And I'm not saying that it can never happen. I'm merely stating that it's never happened up to this point. There is no precedence for it. So now my question becomes, without precedence, without anything else, how else can we possibly win this fight without precedence? Because that's really what we need here. Well, we need to win this via precedence. So so let's let's recap because, you know, we know, you especially know, that Trump has had all of the evidence of election fraud since day one. I'm fairly certain of you, that. You yes. know that. You 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 spoke to the guys that saw the server. You you, you know it's on it. We, yep. While they were before they even made it back to the United States with the server, Mick was speaking to some of them. So um, we we know they had all the evidence right from the beginning. Actually, well, what we know now is that Michael Lindell actually has the evidence. Yes, he does. And, and how I hear there's he, like 37 terabytes or something ridiculous. Like yeah, that. but he has. Uh, Michael Lindell has. Uh, a piece. He has a what, piece. What I'm thinking but, is that, no, hold on. What I'm thinking is that there's more than one person with a piece of that. And that's a smart way to do it because you, you split it up, you cut one head off, another snake arises. 
and that's the key is you got to kill the snake at the body. But okay, so but let me get to my point because because we're kind of recapping here anyway. Yep. So why didn't Trump release all that evidence at the beginning? Well, obviously they would have told him that it, they would have painted it as false, fake, etc. It was all made up, right? Because it came from Trump. How about how about what, what, wait a minute? How Hold about on. like like let's play it off like it really did happen? Okay, Trump did try. Yeah. What was Trump called? Crazy conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Uh, the media destroyed him. What did he do though in that area? Well, let me get to my point. What well, what did he do though? What did he do specifically in that area to the media? What did he expose? He exposed the fake news. Hello, let me get to my point. If okay. you would stop interrupting me, then I would have gotten there. You're gonna go and steal my thunder, you jackass. Well, you did it to me last week, so <laughs> that's true. I do it to you a lot. Um but what have we learned in the last six months, right? We've learned that the media is fake. We've learned that our elections are fake. We've learned that- well, Maybe not fake, but rigged. Rigged. Okay, yeah. Our elections are rigged. We've learned that Congress can't be trusted. The Senate can't be trusted. That there's the VP a, can't be trusted. That there's a uniparty. There's not two parties up there. There's a uniparty. That it's not Democrat versus Republican. It is us, we the people, versus them trying to rule over us. We have learned that vac- vaccines are bad, and not just the ones that they're pushing out, but all the vaccines. We've learned that big pharma is corrupt. We have learned that big tech has a greater stranglehold of power over our government than any of our so-called elected officials do. Would we have ever have learned any of these things if Trump had dropped all of that false election data in November? So, so better question yet. Okay. Since we're bringing it up, since you brought it up the way you brought it up. Okay. Something else we need to look at too, because we have learned a lot. You're right. And I, 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 I see where you're going with it now. Now that I'm I'm looking at it, right? You're absolutely, you're dead on. So let's just talk about what you said right there. You brought up a really good point. We learned that you said the media is doing what? Uh, what the, what'd you say about the media? Uh, the media is, is fake. It's false. It's yep. all lies. What else did you say about uh, big pharma, big tech, and That they have a greater stranglehold of power on our government, on our country, than our so-called elected officials do. So there's we something- are in corporate fascism, okay. people. Well, stop, stop. Okay. First of all, there's something, um, and I know me and you may, may have had this conversation. I know we've had this conversation. Um I don't think we've ever had it with our listeners, but we're going to go ahead and have this conversation with our listeners. Um, Tell me something in history, where else have we seen this happen? It's happened before, believe it or not. It has happened before a long time ago, but it's happened before. Well, actually it it happened not so long ago in 1930s, 40s, Germany. Um, uh, but it didn't yeah. come out so well at that point. Yeah, that well, that, that didn't, it didn't, didn't go the same way, way the, the one the way I'm that thinking we want about. It now. Not it, the same it, way it I'm thinking It happened in the late 1700s here in America. Mm, kind of, sort of, to a degree. But it, hap- not, it happened in Rome. That didn't go so well either. Well, that's the one I was going back to was <laughs> Rome. No, it started out with a great theory. Where was the power of the people supposed to rely in Rome? 
you know, in Rome, the power of the people was the mob. And if you kept. No, 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 no. That was no. That is inaccurate. That was under a Caesar was the power of the people was in the mob. That was not amongst the original Caesar, Caesar Augusta, Caesar Augusta. Well, he wasn't called Caesar then because Caesar was the first Caesar, but you're talking, well, no, Augusta Caesar was after Caesar dictator because Julius Caesar was the first Caesar. So Caesar Augusta, the power of the people was in where the Senate in Rome. That was after they gave it back to the people. Correct. After it was won back to them. So now my point is this, right? Before that, it was people who had power that controlled the Senate, that controlled all of that. The elite families, they called them the first men in Rome, and they were the elite families, and they understood that if they kept the people cowed through propaganda, games, and food, that they could do whatever they wanted. Stop, stop, So now apply that. We're right there. We're right back in the middle of that. Propaganda, games, distractions. And food. Look at what the Democrat Money. Party is doing today. It is all the same shit. Absolutely. It is 100%. Propaganda, they are distractions, a, and money. They are using a playbook that was prophesized almost 2,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago. I mean, history repeats itself. All the time. All and I've been, I've again. said that over and over and over again. I mean, if you know your history, you can see it. You can literally see it coming back time and time and time and again. And I already see it happening again. We're right in the middle of Rome. I, I, this can't be any bigger than what was going on in Rome after Julius Caesar, before Caesar Augusta. This is all of the conflict that was taking place in Rome. Think about it. Think about the Romans that were all pissed off about all of the other places Caesar was conquering, yet he wasn't concentrating on what was going on in Rome. Look at what is going on right here in this country. We now, just now, because Trump said something, now Harris is going to the border. Yeah, but dumbass camel toe. Okay, sure, she's going to the border. You know where she's going? Yeah. She's going to El Paso. El Paso. Not even near Laredo. There's there's barely a border crisis in El Paso. Barely. She is going there so that she can say that she went to the border. It's a photo op. It's a photo op. Exactly. It's a photo fucking op. Without overwhelmed, overrun border border detention facilities. Yep. Yes. So she doesn't, so it doesn't look like a bunch of people to jump across the border and, oh, there's Kamala. Well, hey, you know what they better start doing is photoshopping a bunch of Mexicans jumping across the border. And look, I ain't got nothing against Mexicans because if there's one country I love to go to to vacation at is Mexico. Mexico is a great place. There's a bunch of beautiful people down there. If there's people running out of Mexico, they're, it's not Mexicans. It's Guatemalans. It's Hondurans. It's all these other oppressed countries south of Mexico. People keep saying it's Mexicans. It's not Mexicans. It's Guatemalans. It's Hondurans. It's fucking everybody south of Mexico. Colombians. You name it. If you can name it. Not so many Venezuelans these days because they see us going the same way their country went. Yep. They see it going straight down the fucking tubes and they see communism rising up in America. Matter of fact, there was a Venezuelan young lady who just spoke up recently about that. I believe it was up in MIT. And she said that she was really pissed off the fact that she had left a place where communism was rising and came to a place where communism still coming back. And she can't figure out why that she's being taught this in a 
liberal institution like she's being taught because she went to, I, I think it was, uh, I want to say it was MIT or uh, it was either MIT or Harvard that she spoke up and she said, I don't understand why I'm getting fucking shit canned like I am. And yet again, there she is. She's out there getting shit canned by the fucking liberals. And it's got nothing to do with Republicans, has everything to do with liberals. So again, I asked the question because this is the nutty part. When are we as a people? And I'm talking to all of our listeners. I'm talking to, even if you're liberal, I don't care. If you're listening to my voice right now, I ask the question, when are we going to wake up as a people and say, hey, you know what? This crap has got to stop. So, you know, that's a great question. And John McAfee had the same question, actually. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do not bring his name up because the next thing you know, I'm going to be hanging from a fucking yard arm in the yard. So, so stop because I don't want to die tonight John McAfee, or tomorrow. John Mac- no, we have to talk about him because he was Epstein. <laughs> he absolutely was in a foreign prison this time, not in an American so, prison. And he'd been in, in prison in Spain for eight months. And why was he in prison? For tax evasion, supposedly. Well, um, I thought it was because he murdered his what? wife. No, he didn't murder his wife. Not at all. His wife is still alive. Janice, she's still alive. In fact, he he actually saved his wife. She was trafficked, um, and he saved her and then married her. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, God bless um, they said They said that he murdered his neighbor in Belize. That's – it was there was murder was on, somewhere. He was on the run for that, but he – Actually, when they got him, they got him on tax evasion. Nothing else. Thank and you, George Soros. He was awaiting extradition to the United States. It had just been approved. He said over and over and over again that if he was found dead, then he didn't kill himself. If he was found hanging, he went the way of Epstein. He said specifically, a la Epstein, he would never kill himself. So wait a minute. He so was that bringing means, people to God in prison. That means Hillary Clinton killed him. He had friends there. But here's what John McAfee had to say. This is one of the last things that he said, actually. Of our situation, people. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not secret. It's as open as anything could be. In the past, since 1975, 200,000 regulations have been passed by our federal agencies. Uh, encompassing 800,000 pages of fine print uh, people. It is no secret. It is as open as it can be. The deep state does control America. Wake up, people, please. God, use some common fucking sense. Wake up, people. Use some common fucking sense. The deep state rules America. Well, and it's funny you brought that up because uh, what is her name? Uh, uh, she's on MSLSD, as General Flynn says. And by God, I'm going to use that from now <laughs> on. Awesome. General Flynn, I am stealing that from you. <laughs> that is a great line, and I love it. Uh, MSLSD, um, uh, what's her name? She was just arguing with uh, Chris uh, Rufo. I believe it was his name. I don't watch that communist crap. Anyway, she was arguing with Chris Rufo and she argued herself back into a Republican talking point, which I thought was fucking hysterical. And um, uh, she actually argued about, she was arguing about DeSantis and uh, the, uh, I might actually have the wrong check. I, I don't know. I thought, 
thought it was the same one. Either way, um, she was arguing about DeSantis and uh, COVID and how, you know, uh, fucking, I, I forget who she was talking to. She was talking to another female. Anyway, she was saying something about how DeSantis had uh, locked down Florida and the nursing homes early on and uh, Cuomo didn't. And this chick was actually arguing backwards. Like she was arguing the Republican talking point. And I was like, do you even realize That's literally the reverse of what's true? Yeah. I was like, do you realize what you're arguing right now? What you're arguing right now is that DeSantis did it right. Locked it on the nursing homes. Didn't let anybody out of them. Didn't put anybody in them and made sure that everybody in the nursing homes were safe. And you're arguing the, opposite of it saying that no DeSantis didn't and I was like where have you been what the fuck are you and this is what I, an informed electorate is the most important part of any constitutional government any republic period it doesn't matter whether you were the republic of Rome or the republic of the United States an informed electorate is the most important part of any government and that's why China has infiltrated our education system as well correct because they do not want an informed electorate no you got enough people out there that are turning off their ears and just saying yeah well msnbc told me that this is the truth really you're gonna listen to them i actually had uh they have never taken do you know that they've eliminated almost eliminated critical thinking out of every college like class that exists out there it's just regurgitation now. In now it's just in, now it's indoctrination. indoctrination. It's not critical thinking. Now it's not. It's indoctrination and regurgitation is not critical thinking. Where I took critical thinking and I asked a question because a black lady said that she deserved. Uh, it, it was a black girl, and she said that she deserved. Uh, what was it? Uh, um, uh, what should we call it? Uh, reparations. Reparations. And I asked the question, I said, really? So you were a slave? And what was her answer to me? No. I said, your your parents were slaves. And she said, what? No. And I said, so your grandparents were slaves? And she said, what? No. I said, so your great-grandparents were slaves? And she said, what? No. And I said, your great-great-grandparents were slaves? And she said, what? No. And I said, your great, great, great grandparents were slaves. And she said, what? I doubt she tracks her history back that far. No, she said no. And then I said, so your great, 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 great grandparents (laughs) were slaves. She said, well, I have no idea. And I said, so how do you figure that you deserve reparations? And my argument was this. And Anybody that's ever been through a critical thinking class, please go ahead and grade me right now because if I didn't get an A, um, you'd be wrong because I did get an A because I said, I can trace my family history back that far. And my great, 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 great grandparents were slaves because they were Irish. They came to this country. They were one of the first slaves in America. So go ahead and tell me how I don't deserve reparations before you do. She had no answer for me other than, oh, she had an answer. She did have an answer. Because I'm black. She said, you're a racist. Of course. I said, well, wait a minute. I identify. My, My answer was this. 
but I identify as a European because my family's from Ireland. Her answer was, you're white, so you're a racist. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, I guess I'm a racist. It's just words. They use that word all the time now. Have you noticed how they're flipping the critical race theory words? And if if you're listening to us right now, I just want you to understand this. This bullshit with (laughs) them coming out and saying, well, there's critical race theories not being taught in schools. No, you're right. It's not. Because it's not labeled that way. Because it's it's not labeled that way. But it's still being taught. They're teaching your children to be victims or victims victim, or, or oppressors. oppressors. Yes. They're teaching your children to hate. That's it. That's what they're doing. That's it. They're teaching our children 100%. to hate. What I liked or liked, I can't say I liked it. What I found ironic and hysterical was that they're saying that it's, in fact, General Milley was inferred this, implied this. He said that uh, it's okay to teach critical race theory because you have to see all sides. And that's absolutely true. I am all about teaching about slavery, both African-American slavery as well as Irish slavery. I am all about teaching the history, the past, everything that went on. Because if you don't know your history, you are doomed to repeat it. There is a difference between teaching critical race theory and teaching actual history. Correct. I what do not disagree. What teaching right now is not history. It is... Is a perverted... They are teaching racism. Correct. They are teaching our children that what's more important is the color of your skin, not the content of your character. Correct. And once again, Martin Luther King is rolling, rolling over, over his, grave. his grave. I hope. So, um, no segue here. Completely unrelated. Maybe. But going back to DeSantis, actually, the, uh, the building in Miami that collapsed. Did you see that today? Yep. There are still 99 people unaccounted for. 35 of them got out. This thing just dropped. I mean, it just, it just dropped. The whole thing collapsed. It was, it was Did, wild. I, I, just to ask a question because, you know, I, I like to ask these questions because mm-hmm. they may apply to reality. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me something. What coast was that building on? It was on, it was in Miami. It was right on, it's on the East coast, right? Is it on the East coast or is it on the point? It's, because Miami kind of it's on, extends. It's on the point. Miami kind of extends around the point. So they're trying to say that, or they are saying that that building had been sinking into the sand since the 80s or the, the early 90s, that it fell into a sinkhole. So if you know that the building has been sinking for 30 or 40 years, why? Ramjack does not work why in a building it, that's sinking in sand. I'm just letting you know. Why has it not been regularly inspected? Because Ramjack does not work in a building that's sinking in sand. Okay. If you do not have a solid bit of ground underneath it, you have nothing There's no support. There's it. no foundation left. Correct. I'm, Concrete I'm, will only hold for so long. So the whole thing just fell because of a sinkhole all at once. I, I, I know it's, we're, we're in conspiracy theory here, uh, which, you know, now they say that the, the time frame from conspiracy theory to turn to fact is six to 12 months. Well, it's actually like three to six months. Well, yeah. Cause they've, they've sped up the timeline now. Um, 
In fact, I hear that they're speeding up the timeline on Biden because Biden's not going to meet his 70% goal for uh, having the whole country vaccinated by the 4th of July. Shit, he ain't even come close. Because it's only like 45%. You know what? So they're claiming. We're reaching more than that. We, we are. People that are fighting back. And, and uh, I think Bongino put it the best this week. And he's already said it again. He said, you know what? I'm really proud of everybody that's fighting back against critical race theory and everything else. He said it numerous times this week already. He is, I mean, his hat's off to everybody that's been fighting back, everybody in Loudoun County, everybody that's coming out against this shit. People are pissed. They're not happy with what they're seeing, the way the country is going. I can't blame them. You know who's really pissed? The parents of the now over 1,500 children who have been diagnosed with myocarditis with no previous health issues after getting the COVID jabs. Uh, 1,500, we're over like 6,000. Well, because there was 4,000 in Massachusetts no, no. that were covered up. Four, there four, was 4,000 4, in Massachusetts. Tested positive for COVID after no, being fully no, no, vaccinated. No, 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 no. They had 4,000 that had myocarditis that have been, yeah. have been covered up in Massachusetts that they hid from everybody else because they didn't want it to, they didn't want anybody else to not get the vaccine. Yeah. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Because so the CDC did have their meeting and now they're putting a, a warning. Uh, they're, they're putting a warning label on it. Now they're now attaching they the warning label. Now they're putting, but they're still recommending that all children 12 and up get vaccinated. That's because you know that why that is, right? Because they're making billions and billions and billions no. of dollars. Nope. Seven billionaires have been created yep. from the COVID vaccine. Oh, yeah. No, year. no. I'm not disagreeing with that. But you know why they're doing that, right? I do know why they're doing that. Why? <sighs> no, why? I want to hear why. Uh, twofold, actually. No. No, no. This is a one-fold question. Why are they doing it? Um, because it's a depopulation agenda. Four. They're trying to kill off 70% of the, the They're people. trying to kill off one, one, what, 55% of so, the, a generational gap. So there will be a generational gap. Their idea now, they've shifted because they've realized that not enough adults came out and got the vaccine. Yeah, so now they're trying to so sterilize our children. The fear porn didn't work on the adults. So now they've shifted tactics. Now they're going after the kids. So now, wait a minute. Look at this. All right. Let's just give me a second. All right. Give me just an ounce of leeway on this one. Right. Mm -hmm. So they realized all of a sudden, oh shit. Adults started thinking for themselves and they said, hey, look. It's about fucking time. We're not going to get this vaccine. Right. A whole bunch of adults said, you know what? Fuck you. Well, and hold on. There's uh, been a huge rise of people that are not ooh, getting the second shot time out, time because out. they had such issues with the first shot. Just saying. Listen, just listen. Okay. So there were enough adults that came out and said, I'm talking about fully vaccinated. Okay. Yeah. Not like me, like you. Okay. There is enough people that have come out and said, you know what? Fuck I, you. I was waiting to see what happens. I've heard enough people come out now and say, eh, don't get that. They're not getting it. Now that they've realized, well, shit, we're not going to get enough adults. What's a better, what's a better way to get a generational gap than to say all of a sudden, suddenly of all, Hey, kids 15 below now can get the vaccine. Really? What tests have you conducted 
that absolutely tell you that a 15-year-old or below 15 can get a vaccine? None, because they haven't done any testing on people under Correct. the age of 18. So stop. Hold on. I'm going to finish my thought here okay. because my thought's still rolling out of my you. skull. You know I get all worked up about this one. I know you do. So understanding that now, uh, tell me something. If you can't get enough adults to comply under fear, right, who else are you going to get? You're going to get the kids. Okay. But the kids are now doing what? The kids are saying, fuck you too. Exactly. Yeah. So where's Joe stuck at? Oh, you're going to bring me to my black pill of the day. and Joe is going to get to his 54.7%. This is the estimated because we're not there yet. But Joe's going to get to about estimated by July 4th, 54.7%. How many percentage points is he going to be below what he said he would have by July 4th? 13. Yeah. Actually... It's a little more than that. It's actually 17. Why would it be 17? 53.4 to 70 is, oh yeah, 53 to to 70 is, you're right, it's 17. (sighs) My math is a little better than yours tonight. (laughs) Sorry, my my brain is a little broken today. uh, I'm going to say again, why is everything hitting back at 17? Who else told us that 17 was a magical number? 17 is a magical number. But no, no. Who else told us that 17 is a magical number? Well, 17, the, what's the 17th letter of the alphabet? Q. Q. That's all I got on that one. So, cue it up, babe. Hold on. Cue it Hold up on. here. And now, a message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Here's our daily fair point. Greetings, everyone. My name is Dr. Tony Fauci, and I'm the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases at the National Institutes of Health. And I'm here to talk to you today about the Delta variant. About the Delta variant, people. COVID-19. What is the Delta variant? Well, the well, Delta, Delta variant. variant. Compared to, for example, the original virus that had been circulating very early on last year, The comparison is that it is transmitted much more efficiently, which means the chances of getting infected upon exposure is greater to the dominant variant that we have now in the United States. Who is most at risk? Well, anyone who is not vaccinated is most at risk. Younger people are less likely to be vaccinated. That puts the entire culture of younger people at greater risk. What does it mean that the CDC has named a variant of concern? the data that this virus transmits more easily and can be more dangerous has been the underlying reason why they've made that change and upgraded it as it but were wait. to a variant of There's concern. More. But wait. Are there special precautions that vaccinated people should be taking as well as unvaccinated people, people? Even though they're very, very well protected, they still should try as best as possible to avoid congregate cities in which there are a lot of unvaccinated people, particularly if you happen to live in an area where the infection rate is high and the vaccination rate is low. 
What is the level of protection the vaccines give against the, the Delta vaccines variant? are over 90 percent effective, as much as 93, 94, 95 percent effective. So it's really good against getting infected and getting sick at all. And it's very good against protecting you against severe disease that might result in hospitalization. How do we stop this variant of the virus? There is no doubt about it that the way you stop this Delta variant is to get vaccinated. We are trying to make getting vaccinated as easy as possible. Just go to vaccines.gov and you'll find out exactly what the closest place for you to conveniently get vaccinated is. So that is the daily fear porn of the day. You liar! And Dr. Dr. Fauci, once again, is the great liar of the day. The Delta variant is fear porn. It is bullshit, people. Look, this is too simple to understand. I, I, I don't understand where our, why we're still talking about this. Okay. This is like, uh, this is like early on, like when we were arguing about homo erectus. Was he a homo or wasn't he? You know, this is the question. I think the question every woman has is, was he erect or wasn't he? <laughs> well, maybe that might be how erect was he, I believe, is the argument all women are having. But the point goes back to this is this guy is a fucking idiot. How have we not fired him yet? How idiot. is he not in a fucking jail cell somewhere? Again, I put my fingers back to the board. 12,949 people. How is he not in jail for 12,494 counts of murder? Why have we not put this motherfucker in jail yet? Uh, We're getting there. So before we wrap this up, I have two things. I have a little bit of my own fear porn and I hate doing this, but this is my black pill moment of the day. So wait a minute. I thought we already had that. No, I hadn't gotten there yet. Oh, no, wow. no. I thought this I, is, this I is, this is preempted le- it. This is leading up to that. So you know how we all know how when Biden goes down his little, when when he has his d- little dementia moments, right? Like he had. Oh, when he tells the truth. When he tells the truth. Like he had in that clip that I played about how if the American people come against him that, you know, they'll that we, we need nukes and F-15s. Yeah. Okay. Which we possibly could get okay but but a lot of a lot of people and rightly i believe took that as a threat against the american people that he will use nukes and f-15s against us i don't believe that joe biden is going to drop a nuclear weapon directly on the united states however given that he is not meeting his 70 percent threshold by the fourth of july as dictated to him by china and the communist party and his handlers and the overlords, whomever they, they, the great quote unquote, they may be. You know, right now he's sitting at a like 31.9% approval rating. Yes, right? I know. It dropped like 20 so at points this point, in like two he, weeks. He doesn't give a fuck about us. He never has. Well, we know that. Okay. If they are speeding up their timeline because, and there are people predicting false flags and result, it's direct result of what's going on in Maricopa County and all these audits. So if they're speeding up their timeline, what better way is to use a nuclear weapon and detonate it 
10 miles above Ohio. What would that do, babe? That would put us all in a blackout. Correct. Well, that, that would 90%. That would result in an EMP, which is an electromagnetic pulse, which would knock out all electronics for 90% of the country. Probably Miami might be okay. Alaska would be okay. But pretty much everything else, east to west coast, um, the power grids would go down. Your water won't turn on. Your cars won't start. Your tablets won't work. Actually, California would be all right. Maybe. Um, it's more than 2,000 miles away. Yeah. May, well, they, maybe they'll do it over Chicago. Who knows? Indiana, Kansas. They'd have to do it in Colorado, the Colorado, right in the middle, right? Smack dab in the middle of the country for the most effective use. And then, then, then we will all fight each other over the last can of peaches. And um, no, we'll kill liberals. Yes. But. Well, so, but that will set us. Because we will have guns and they won't. But that will put us in a, a fight or flight, kill or be killed situation on a micro level, not the macro level, on the micro level. No, I'm, uh, you know what? But, this is, but then, this is where I'm going to argue hold, with hold you on, on wait, this. Because I'm not done. Okay. Okay. So at that point, who do they call to come in and fix it? Who do they call to come in and save us? China, Russia, the UN, yeah, peacekeeping, peacekeeping troops. So that is yes, China and Russia. But and wait. we already discussed. We already but discussed wait. that China does not produce enough food to supply its own population. So coming on here, coming to our shores. We would kill off some of their population, which then they don't have to feed, and they would also gain access to all of our resources, like all of the farmland that Bill Gates just bought up. Yeah, but did you just hear who left the Gates Foundation? I did. Why did he leave the Gates Foundation? Maybe maybe because he learned, uh, fuck it, maybe I'm right and he learned about it. A dirty little secret? Mm. What do you think that... He learned, and I'm just spitballing here. I'm, I don't have any information. Yeah, no, us. this is all theory right here. Black pill theory. This is actually not even black pill theory. This is red pill theory. But um, <clears throat> what if he learned the truth behind the stones in Georgia, amongst other things, uh, but understood what population control really was? And he realized that there was a number of Americans that were going to be killed, not at his behest, but at somebody else's behest. And uh, he decided, you know what? I got a problem with this. And he walked out. I think that's a good possibility. Why is that? No, no. Why do you think that's a good possibility? First of all, who are we talking about? Um, What's his name? No, come on. It should be right there forefront. I know it should be. And it's not. It's it, not. Mrs. Iver call everything yeah, to include again, numbers, dickhead. I, saw, I spent the entire day crying and I read it and I retained nothing today. My brain is literally broken today. So I, um, yeah, I don't know. What's his name? Kind of a big one. Yeah. Come on, look up Epic News. I'm going to make you look it up because I want you to look it up so that way you remember who it was. Well, spit it out already because let's not keep people waiting. No, I'm not going to do that to you. And I don't have my phone in front of you. So So you don't know either is what you're telling me. All right, we'll look up on the Epic Times. Um, While while I'm doing that, and this is going back to John McAfee, 
No, not really. We're not really. Well, near, while I'm going back John there real Mackey. quick. Well, because you brought up Q. You know what dropped on John McAfee's official Instagram account? What dropped on John McAfee's official A giant Q. Yeah. Two hours after he died. Why is that? And embedded in that Q. Was a what? Was a crypto code, a key. Is that not crazy? And he did say that he was going to leave a dead man switch behind so that if he was ever killed, all of that would be released. So what's in that key? Uh, I have the key, but I don't know how to use it. So I'm going to give it to you and let you dig on it. How's that? Well, that'll work because I, I don't, if I don't have the key, I can't figure out how to use it. I know. I got the key. I'll I got to figure there. out how it works and everything else. Somebody's already figured it out because it's been out for more than 24 hours. I know that. That key has been around for a hot minute. <clears throat> the question is, is what's in that key and what are we unlocking? Because that could be amazing. And uh, I'm looking for who. And it was just the other day. I'm looking at the Epic Times trying to find the story. I'm trying to find the guy that fucking everybody knows who it is, though, because it's been out there for a hot minute. I don't have my phone in front of me, so I don't have the story saved. But either way, y'all know who just walked out of um, what's his nuts? Gates. Warren Bates. Warren Bates. Warren, Warren Buffett. Warren Sorry, Buffett. Warren Buffett. Why did Warren Buffett walk away from that? That is the name too. And that it was is Warren Buffett. Yep. He he resigned from the Gates Foundation. Um, that just seems he re- little- he resigned as the trustee of so the Gates Foundation. Why though? That's my question is why did warm it's, it goes back to the, my original question last week. If you remember what my original question last week was, uh, or the last podcast we did, I asked why Trump dropped the whole bit about, I did not give up. I did not secede from my election. He didn't concede or concede his election, whatever, or his non-election. Everybody's been. Don't this, start. We're not having another yawning war. Everybody's this week has been asking me, well, why didn't you say that he conceded that? And I've got to answer that because honestly, I don't have an answer yet. I'm still trying to figure that one out. I'm trying to figure out what constitutional role he might still have to play in this. He doesn't really have one. And I, I still haven't found it yet. I'm digging. I, I'm piecing together different parts of it. But then I just saw that Warren Buffett can, you know, he walked away from Bill Gates and I'm kind of asking the same question when it comes to that. Why did that happen? There's, there's a reason for that. What did Warren Buffett see that says, Nope, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, he literally said I'm done. Okay. So why? And I, I still don't have an answer to that one too. So folks, these are all questions I'm putting out there. I'm actually giving you my audience something to do here. This is something to dig into. If y'all want to get on here and we've got comments, we're going to get to comments here in just one second. But if y'all got something to add to this conversation, we're going to put you on this. I will put you on the spot. It's shit. If you got something for real to add, like you have a good theory to go with it, I'll bring you on the show. I'll be like, hey, I'm going to send you a, a thing from Zencaster and I'm going to ask you to come in. But um, I still haven't been able to put together why Warren Buffett 
and why Donald Trump, within the last two weeks, one of them walked away from the Gates Foundation. One of them said, I didn't concede the election. Why did you say those two things? Because those two things are still driving me crazy because I'm trying to find an answer. And granted, I'm looking on the legal side of things. They got your spidey senses tingling. Yeah, yeah. And because you it's feel just, like they're connected, but you can't quite put your finger on how yet. It doesn't seem right. There's something else behind the scenes that we're not seeing. There is definitely stuff going on behind the scenes that we're not seeing. So folks... But uh, the truth always comes out. So well, let's let's do a little housekeeping, and then I want to I want to actually finish up with uh, a little inspiration from from a, a an, an old author. So um, Leanne in West Virginia, and Leanne had previously commented on um, Joe Manchin. Well, she's actually uh, a, a friend of ours from Telegram. So I'm going to read some of Leanne's comments from the last couple of weeks. So we talked a couple of weeks ago about Joe Manchin, and uh, wait, she you already did talk about these, but. That I yeah okay yeah. I've right, already heard right. the we'll lead in the freezer but okay. she she had a new one though she did and um, I loved her new one too so nine days ago she said it was a great listen thanks Mick for all your research you made a lot of good points and you noticed things that she would have missed um let's see okay Kevin's Dickens is a a, a neighbor of ours from Georgia Ura Kevin stay here we we got to keep fighting for our state. Leanne said, what an awesome podcast. This is in uh, reference to the last one. I thank you both for all you do and looking forward to your next one. Keep up the good work because I, for one, appreciate your time and research. Thanks, Leanne. We appreciate your kind words. Uh, Proud Deplorable. Hey, fuckers. I love your podcast. Here's a question. How in the actual hell do I follow you on Telegram? I hit the link and it says not available. I want to chat with all the other deplorables. Um, You actually have to download the Telegram app. And then once you click on the link, you're good. So you can find us at Q VLIN Q plan. So Q V L Y N N Q plan. And, but you have to telegram, you have to download the telegram app first. And then when you click on the link, it'll bring you to our channel. Correct. Um, let's see. J Hale two five five two has been listening from the start. That's awesome. Uh, you guys are the best. Thank you for everything you guys do and have been doing. Stay safe. We, you know what? We're trying to stay safe, but to be honest, that's not our priority. Nope. The, the <laughs> priority is to get you all the information we can the, get. The priority is to get the truth out because if we don't keep standing up and yelling, and, and not just us, but everyone like us, everyone, I've had so many people tell me in, in Tampa and in emails since then that they want to do their own podcast. I say, if you, if you have something to say, and even if you don't, you know what? Do it. Just do it. Stand up, scream from the rooftops. Podcasting is a great way to do that. You have something to say. You want to try and inspire people to do or not do something, then do it. Go for it. And, and, what is there to fear? Deplorable Janet said it the best, I think, because she was the one that said, hey, look, you guys have a message. Get it out there. Just tell everybody. And whether they like it or not, it's not up to you. It's whether they listen to you and they might find inspiration in something you say. By God, I have lived by that since she ever told us that, and she was our start to this. So uh, she really was she deplorable, took a, Janet. She took us under our wing. You she, were awesome. She got us rolling. We love her. She's one of our favorite people, and we're happy to pay that forward. So yep. you know, if, if you guys out there listening, you want to put on your own podcast, you have questions, you don't know how to go about doing it, ask away. At, we at, will by answer. all means. You know, send us an email, mickvlin at gmail.com. We're we're happy to 
to pass on the info. We've got a great little community. If we don't know the answer, which we very well, well might not, because we've only been we'll doing put this you on to somebody months. else who might not. Yes, we can ask the questions of people who will know. Um, and then fish fry, fish fry six eight six. We love a good fish fry around here. The whole world knows Trump won. Patriots are not done. Hoorah. Damn right, we're right we're there all about that. So, uh, Mick, do you have anything else before I say my last piece that I want to say? No, I just appreciate all the comments and all the listens. Uh, everybody who's been listening, I appreciate it, especially all of our listeners from uh, Tampa. If you've noticed this podcast, I have tried to keep it a little cleaner. But guess what, <laughs> fuckers? I'm still going to call us all fuckers. If you do not understand the reference to that, please go back about 30 some odd podcasts ago because once you realize what I, what we found out that one podcast, I've called everybody fuckers from that point on. It's not a New York thing. It's not a Southern thing. It's, it's not a deplorable a, thing. Actually. Exactly. Yes. It ref, it's something that Joe Biden referred to us as, and by God, I'm going to use it as a point of pride yep. for this cause and for what we're standing up for. And by God, uh, Loudoun County and everybody in Virginia and everything you're doing, uh, I hope that like starts to spread. It is, it is spreading. I've seen a lot more parents standing up to it. And a lot of parents saying, you know what? We're just not going to take it. And I completely agree. And, uh, I hope you all are in Michigan one point because you may or may not see us in Michigan. Depends on what happens here in the future, but we might be in Michigan before you know it. And when we're there, I'm going to try and get all the parents in Michigan to do the same thing that's going on in Loudoun County. I want you all to stand up. I want you to go out there and tell those teachers that are coming out right now saying, well, I can't teach critical race theory because it's so important. No, it's not important. It's not important to teach my kids to be racist. Who are you to tell my kids what to do? A. B. Why in the hell do you think you're God? Because you're not. Anyway, that's a little rant, but okay, angry. <laughs> So we talk about fear a lot. There's a lot, you know, they push fear. That's how they try and control us. We give out instances of fear porn, um, as I call it, fear propaganda. Fear sells. They they said it on Project Veritas, that CNN guy a while back, fear sells. So here is my response to that. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Holy shit, she went full Dune. I did. Frank Herbert Dune. One of my favorite books of all time. Uh, actually, I've read the whole series, even the prequels and the sequels. And, so, and hey, everything. folks, I just want to point this out real quick. All right. We did not discuss this. We did not. Prior to, I just pulled that directly out of my ass. I knew it was doing Because I knew I it was so doing I'm so proud of you, This babe. is Paul Atreides <laughs> talking about fucking fear. That's because you watched the movie. I read the books, but okay. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Actually, I read the book too. So Good fuck you, you very much. So anyway. It's a really long book, babe. I'm really proud of you. But it that is, must have taken you an entire deployment. It did. It took me <laughs> one whole deployment. Point is, it another great revolutionary movie. And notice how we always end everything with a revolutionary sentiment. And it, it's kind of fitting. It's coming. No, it, it's really fitting tonight just because uh, we lost a dog tonight who 
revolutionary as far as I'm fucking concerned because that was a dog that had been trained in several different things and the only person he ever bit was me. So not true. F- he bit your brother. He no, the only person he didn't bite was me and my mom. Oh, that's he true. He bit everyone else. He bit everybody else. <laughs> not not and not he in the was last not, of his years, just when we he first he was got not him. a vicious dog. He was anything but a vicious dog. He was dog. a protective dog. He's very protective. If he felt like I or my children were in any kind of danger whatsoever, or if you fucked with him and didn't give him back his ball when he wanted it. He was going to bite you. That's how Mick got it. <laughs> well, and the crazy part was like, you know what? This dog, like, anyway, it's just odd. It was just weird how all that played out. But either way, long story short, uh, appreciate y'all listening. Uh, like, glad y'all here. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, give us a, you know, good rating or put a good comment out there or tell us that we suck. I don't give a shit, which either way, uh, for the Mick. And V Lynn. Again, have a good night. And uh, I hope your night's going better than ours because uh, we miss my dog. Yeah, we've had a bad night, but you know what? He wouldn't he wouldn't sit there and take this. So he wouldn't take I'm it. I'm almost positive. He'd just say, you know what, y'all just need to piss off. <laughs> good night, folks. Bye Roger. Rest in peace. Don't